one of the standouts was uh, I, I don't know. I'm just fucking. We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. And now, Indy City Football Live. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Oh, that's good. Indy City Football Live. Brought to you by Turkettis in Indianapolis. Answering life's most important question. Have you ever seen anybody play the game called soccer? Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the Potsgren! Indy City Football Live! The podcast. Yes. Uh, we are coming from a new location, not a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, what neighborhood a, are we in, though? We are technically, I believe, in Fountain Square. Holy That's Rosary. right. Or are we all Fletcher Place? Nah, this is, like, this this is North Fletcher. Fountain Square. This oh. feels Fletchery to me. This is North no, Fountain Square. I'm, I was wrong. It is definitely Fletcher Place. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Guys, am I okay? Um, well, well we're going to find out if you're okay right now. Carrie, what is Indy City Football? Well, I don't know. I've never heard of it. No, I'm just joking. Indy City Football is an adult recreational soccer league with a good citizenship twist. 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 Um, in addition to earning points for wins and draws, teams can also win points by doing good in the neighborhood. Um, to us, that means using responsible transit, like public transit or carpooling. Giving blood. Jason was pointing at his arm, and I almost said, getting tattoos. <laughs> Um, and volunteering at our many events and also just uh, creating your own volunteer situations in your neighborhood. And finally, for going to parties after the games at our generous sponsors. What happened last week? Did we play some games? We finally got some decisions from the universe about the beginnings of promotion relegation. Less rumors, less speculations, more hard and fast math. They're the we, way we like it. We actually have a few a couple, call it three, um, definitive <laughs> um, movements regarding promotion relegation. Do we want to start with the uh, League Two scores first? Yeah, let's get into League Two. Where'd you um, start? Do it quick. I don't have it pulled up just yet, but give me one second, and there it is. Uh, we start. How many off, weeks have we done this, and how I don't know, often are we actually prepared? Jason was so much faster than I am pulling it up. <laughs> yeah, it takes it's, me minutes. It's because I took photos of it all on my yeah. phone. Wow. So I don't have to open up the drive. Wow. Uh, Fountain Square, Old North United. I think uh, across the board we had picked Fountain Square to win this game. Uh, surprising draw, 1-1. One, one. Um, Old North did not have all their players uh, they had no subs but as carrie knows wow. they're built to win they're built to win and uh <laughs> they did their best and came out with a draw against uh a pretty strong that's two very square team two which, very poor weeks in a row from which where fountain we are square. right now is in very north fountain square yeah that was uh <laughs> very i was very surprised as a fountain square team that easily could have finished like fifth or sixth fourth, fifth, or sixth, and gotten mm -hmm. a bye in the first round of the League Two playoffs, but then lost to... They only picked up one point when they played two teams in the bottom four. Mm -hmm. That yep. is not how you finish in the top half of a league. So, no, very, but very I surprised. Don't, but, again, I don't think they were trying to 
No, no, no. I understand Come back that for playoffs. Right, but their their goal was not to lose a game. You know for what sure. I mean? Yeah, I don't think that was their goal to lose or draw. Is so, that anyone's game ever? Cole? No. no, no, no. Okay. No, and I believe I actually had picked them to draw next week, not this week. Against so, uh, Old Speedway City. Mm. I saw your sheet. You had a few draws, and I decided that I was not into the business of draws. Draw, draws are tough. Um, another game, the Essex area field. Eh, it doesn't matter. It's uh, Meridian Kessler United versus Real West. MKU takes the win 6-0. to zero. So Real West was facing uh, some personnel challenges in that game. They ended up deciding to play the whole game down a bit. Um, they looked really tough, uh, honestly, until MKU scored their first goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to end up being a tighter game than it ended up being, but it was like an avalanche it, once MKU started scoring. That's what happens when you, when you don't have a lot of subs. Usually you can play tight, yeah. and then the team that has the more players just needs to keep the pressure on, and then once the other team wears out, then it's game over real west is a high pressure team when they have subs too Absolutely. and i think i'd love to see them fill their roster out a bit to see what they can do next year because they were fierce against us but also ran into stamina issues because of lack of subs and uh, our final six thirty game irvington fc over near east united six to two not a surprising result for that one i think I think this is, this that is, one could have gone either way. Like, I know when we were talking last week, we said that, you know, Near East could pull out the win. I think that very well. Especially since Irvington's going to be playing Meridian Kessler this week. This could have been just overlooked and thought, easy win. Let's go on to Meridian Kessler because we're going to need to win both games. Yeah. I mean, they're both unpredictable teams. Like, when sure. they turn it on, they're just ready to go. But I think ultimately that's just a, you know, a team looking at promotion against, you know, a solid League Two team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Irvington had been struggling the last few weeks. They got a kind of a lifeline in this game. Playing the 12 seed with For the sure. one week before their biggest game they've For had sure. in five years. I'm sure Jason is very comfortable with that. or uh, very familiar with that comfortability. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, last I mean, couple were, weeks before playoffs. They were, I mean, they got a chance to kind of turn it around before they have their massive game this week so good for them and i'm excited to see what they can do this week see where they end up next year do you want me to go ahead and do the 7 30 or we got someone else doing 7 30 i can do 7 30 um we Love have the generosity of this pod <laughs> uh, uh south side soccer club one intermonon five big win for intermonon show that they were the number um they were the number three team going into this game. A tough Intermonon squad for sure. I mean, they're I mean, they're fast. They got a striker who's like six seven. Mm-hmm. They just throw the ball in headers off of him. And and some might actually say that it was a bad time of year for Southside to start uh, experimenting with positions on the field. But we had uh, you had you have to kind of get out there at some point and learn what figure, everyone can do. Yeah, we had to figure out what we need, what was like what our options were in playoffs. We have a lot of people who. Have had we didn't really know the season was going into September, yeah. So maybe we had people that need to figure out what we needed to do. Maybe so we need to figure out top who to play. goal scorer is better off in goal than he is scoring goals. He didn't play in goal. Ben Davis he or played, Justice? He played center back. Okay. Justice couldn't be there. Oh, that's right. The wedding. A wedding event. Um. All right, and then we have Bates Hendricks seven, 
Old Speedway City won. And as the title of last week's pod was, if Bates wins, they're in. Bates won, they're in. They are the first team confirmed, promoted to the uh, league to League One next year. Very excited for them. They're a team that was really, really good on the field last year. I think from if we promoted, if we did this last year for mm-hmm. soccer, they would have probably been promoted then. They're a very good soccer team. They didn't do very, they don't do very much ICF stuff, but they're very good on the field, and they've yeah. been together for a long time. They have. Carrie, did you know that if Bates Hendricks won, they were in? That was the uh, rumor I heard last week. Sounds actually. familiar. Like I feel like we might have mentioned that. They did also get lucky. A sometimes spectacular old Speedway City team was playing several people down. Had only two women who were not interested in playing the entire game, so they did uh, play short for part of the game. Oh man. Yeah. That would have not have gone over well with me. <laughs> um, and then the last game of League Two last week, we had Garfield AC four, Sporting White River two. Congrats, Carrie. Thank you. I think this means that no matter what happens this week, you guys are at least 500 on the season. We are. That's correct. And that was the goal. That was yes. your goal, right? Yeah. I mean, That's because, exciting. you know, we started super strong and then immediately just like <laughs> nosedived. Um, so to get back to where we could finish at 500, in 11 games, that's honestly, like, pretty nuts considering where we were at week five yeah, or six. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. It was, you know, Chopay, who we'll hear from later, um, he tore it up. He scored two goals, almost scored more. Um, people did a great job. We had a little bit of trouble um, with people staying in their formation, which we haven't had recently, and I'm not sure what was going on there. Um, so that's something we just have to focus on next week for a much the, It was the bye week. People kind of forgot. People I've, kind of I've, heard, I've heard some people say that the bye week kind of threw them off. It was the bye sure. week. We were missing um, one of our core defensive players and our main striker. Mm. Um, so while we do have the depth to work around that, um, it still puts some people in kind of unfamiliar positions. Sure. Hey, before we go into um, schedules for this week, let's hear from Chopay. All right. We are here with Garfield Athletic Club's I'd like to call you our icon right now. Um, you've had <laughs> yourself a season. This is Chopay. Um, Chopay, how many years have you played in Indy City football? I think this is my second season. So last year was your first? Well, we had a break, right, because of COVID. So Yeah, but there have been two since then. Has there really? Yeah, yeah. this is the second season post-pandemic. It's 2022 really? this year. Post, I mean... Can someone get him a newspaper? <laughs> I guess I've been, I, I So maybe three. Son. So have you played, you played before we shut down for a year? No. Okay. I, I don't remember. <laughs> that would have been at, uh, where were we, Central Greens? Oh, no, I didn't play Central Greens. Okay, okay, so Chopay has been here for two years, just like me. Confirmed. Look at us just fact-checking on the air. And Chopay, you have played both of your seasons with Garfield Athletic Club. Beautiful. The Garf. We love it. Um, you've become a bit of a Twitter icon on Garfield's <laughs> Twitter account. Because no one else tweets. <laughs> it's, that is 100% true. Um, how many goals have you scored this season, do you know? Oh, man. I haven't been tracking. Um, I think too many to count? I, I think you've scored seven or eight. Wow. That's oh, my... Uh, much, yeah. Well, you scored a ton in game one, I think. So it might be higher than that. Not a ton. I think I scored two. You had two in the but, last game. But one started in our half and yeah. went all the way. That's that was, so, that was so the fun goal. what happened this most recent game that led to the little dance outbreak that I saw walking onto your field? Well, so we have a, we have a Twitter thing. Every time 
something happens on Twitter, I take it to the real world. So yeah. the, f- the first time... It's a good philosophy. <laughs> the first time... You posted a picture of me on the floor. Yeah. And say, and you tweeted, I don't know, who were we playing that it game? It was like how we feel about playing, and it was someone really good that I was not jazzed oh, about you, playing. I think it was actually, we will not be laying down on the job today. Maybe, yeah. And I that replied, I will be. <laughs> and then you did. <laughs> yeah, so when I scored, that was my celebration. I went to the, to the line and I, gotcha. I laid down. Yeah. And then for this last one, you tweeted a picture of a man in a mermaid. It was a gif of a mermaid suit. doing a really right. uncomfortable oh. dance. So the joke was, if I score, I would do that again. So it was like celebration for the night if I score. So greatness does not just happen overnight. Can you no, tell it, us it, about your soccer career? <laughs> um, I've really been banking on overnight greatness. So you kind of just shattered <laughs> my world. I really thought my first Indy City football goal is just going to happen at some point. I mean, maybe Chopin just woke up one day and was good at soccer. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> it didn't happen like that. Um, I grew up in England and Nigeria, um, but I started playing hardcore probably in, in secondary school in England. So from like 11 to now, basically. And I would play at every lunch break and after school was done. I didn't make it onto the, the school team, never made it onto the school's team. But what and I would what do... what they missed out on. I know. It's, it's crazy. But I, I think what I gained from not playing in a structured environment is less, less of a risk of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, you know, all my stuff that I know is from the streets, you know. You, up, should up follow, you should follow up on those guys <laughs> and see how many of them have, like, career-ending injuries and don't play at all anymore. Meanwhile, you're a star. You were an all-star this season in Indy City football. You know, I've made it. I've made it to the big leagues. I'm excited about this interview for selfish reasons because I've always had a lot of questions I wanted to ask you. There's a rumor that you play in six to seven rec leagues at any given time. Is that true? Uh, maybe four to five. So you're more accurate. So you play about every night of the week then? Right now I'm at three. I'd love to get to five, but I don't think it will happen. Love to get to five. Yeah. A phrase I never <laughs> thought I'd hear. Is there a way we can have a player play for League One and League Two? If they're looking to get more rec leagues in. (laughs) Oh, that's about me. (laughs) The rule says no, and yet, you know, bribery arrangements can happen off air. I don't know. For those of you who haven't listened before, Jordan likes to be bribed in the form of whiskey. Okay, so you play, are your other leagues, like, more competitive, less competitive physically? I guarantee you there's less dancing. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I play co-ed because men's is a little too much for me. Okay. Um, people try to hurt you. I don't like to be hurt. Same. So Relatable. <laughs> if, you, if you watch the way I play, if someone's coming in for a tackle, I'm doing this. I've I'm looking at them, and if they're coming in too quickly, I'm out of the way. I'm yeah. not. You're very quick on your feet, too. Yeah, and I'm on the floor as soon as they touch me because I'm not trying to get injured. Do you have a favorite um, Indy City football like memory or moment from the last two years? I think this last game, um, I numbed someone on the way to the goal, and it it kind of stuck in my mind because it's something you dream about doing, right? You you see it happen in real life or on TV, and you're like, "Damn, that was so good." When it happens to you, you're not thinking, "Damn, that was so good." You're thinking. 
I hope that person doesn't catch up with me and I hope I can put it in the goal before <laughs> they realize what's happened. So when it happens, it's, it, it feels really good in the moment, but it feels better reflecting on it. So um, last week I got to do that. and It was beautiful. What, what, um, if you had to pick another team besides Garfield Park, not to play for because that's not happening, <laughs> um, not on my watch. Um, if you had to pick another one to be like a fan of, do you have a favorite other Indy City football team? I like asking people that. It's interesting. The, of, of the teams we've played against? Just any team. What's the one team where everyone's always talking about the one lady on their team? Karen Morton. Fountain oh, Fountain Square. Fountain Square. Molly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd like to play on that team, you know? Okay. Just, just to see how that's like because I think – when you play on a team that has a lot of hype like that, yeah, um, it's a different kind of pressure, you know. It is. Like, I got the number zero partly because I like no pressure, and that's my tag phrase: no oh pressure. Oh my gosh, I love that. And so, um, I like playing with no pressure, but occasionally I like to play with a little bit of pressure. And they have a lot of pressure because you guys talk about them like every week, right? We do end every up other talking week. about them so much. <laughs> but speaking go. of pressure, would you ever play in League One? Say Garfield gets promoted, are you sticking around? Oh, yeah. Although I, I will say I probably dive a lot more because I'm not trying to get hurt. So. I wouldn't put that on record. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, Alville no. will use that against you. <laughs> it is on record. That, look, it's, it He's is. He's saving it that is audio it bit. Look, it, if someone is flying at me and I know I'm about to get wiped out, I will brace myself for it. What can I say? It's my weakness. True. I think it's great. Shopee, anything else you want to tell us? Uh, I heard Fabio was on here last week. Yeah. And so that was really the motivation to get on here. Cause You're jealous. I can Fabio beat me to this. That's ridiculous. Come on. He, this is you know, he reached out to someone <laughs> who we mutually know and right. asked her to ask me for a text introduction. And that's how he got there on. You go. Yeah. So, Fabio, if you're listening, this is your fault. You he will this. be listening. <laughs> he will be listening Tuesday fresh at, at Tuesday a, at 6. Yeah. <laughs> Shopee, do you listen to the podcast that often? I listen to the podcast on Tuesday night before I go to bed or Wednesday night before wow. I go to bed. When you listen to the podcast before bed, do you have dreams about what I'm going to do on NBC Thursday? Football? Yeah. <laughs> now that you said it, um, I probably will because you've put that in my head. But no, it, that hasn't happened before. Should we sneak a lullaby into this episode <laughs> somewhere? 100%. Um, okay, so as you know, some of us are going to spend the offseason picking a Premier League team. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a favorite and an argument for why one of us should pick their team, that team, their team, that team, your team? So my team is Manchester United, and we are in the, what you would call a um, desert period because we had a great manager for about 20 years, Alex Ferguson. Um, and when he retired, just before he retired, we were bought by American owners who have a different philosophy for how they fund the game. Um, a lot of talk around Manchester United right now is about how, the, how our owners don't really participate. And so the conversation around Manchester United is a negative one. And it's interesting because when I first jumped on the bandwagon, I'm a, in, in English terms, I'm a glory hunter because when I, when I arrived in England, the city I landed in, London, has like 20 teams. I could have picked any of those. My local team at the time was Charlton or Woolwich Arsenal. So I could have picked Arsenal or Charlton, but I didn't. So I'm basically suffering from karma right now. 
<laughs> so don't pick my team. Go with Arsenal because they're doing well. They're top of the table. Kyle's um, fist pumping over here. <laughs> go with Arsenal. I recently had a friend reach out to me um, and ask me what team he should pick. And he watched games back to back to back. And he picked Arsenal because of their attacking style. So if you want a team, it's Arsenal. If you want a team that's going to suffer and you're going to have a positive karma for the next 12 or 20 years, pick Manchester United. Okay. Or Manchester City because, you know, they bought the league. Yeah, I said it. I don't know much about first. that, but I can't wait to learn more in the offseason. <laughs> Well, Shope, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, hope I see you Thursday. I'll be there. This is the, this is your only pressure right now. Oh no! You have to come to the I'm game. I'm not gonna perform next game now. No, you are. Because of all the pressure. No pressure to perform. Just pressure to show up. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Thanks, and sorry that we didn't have you on before, Fabio. You know, I'll get him back somehow. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming on. We thank will talk to so you later. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a great interview. Yeah, thanks, Chopin. That was great. That was you a guys, cool story. I mean, he's someone, a treasure. <laughs> someone who hasn't, uh, like, he brings that international experience. Like he said, he didn't play like recreational. Like he didn't play like organized soccer. He's you so know what good. I mean? But he he plays a lot, and he, <clears throat> and he knows what he's talking about. Sounds like over in the Premier League, which I don't know what he's talking about. Same. And he he probably came up in a he probably learned how to play soccer in a like in a way that translates a lot more to Indy City football. Well, it, let's ask him. It really is like a... <laughs> it really is like a backyard... You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's he, he learned playing pickup. You could say that Indy City football is a lot more like pickup, the way that the games flow, you yeah. know, people, the positions. Something that I didn't talk about in our interview with Chopin that I love about him is that because he plays in so many different leagues... He's very good about, like, would we win more games if he played the whole game? Absolutely. But he loves sharing the spot on the field with other people. So usually he'll, like, in our first game, he just looked over at me and said, I'm going to go in and I'm going to score a goal. And he did within, like, 30 seconds. Then I he, love when people Then do he that. took himself back out and let someone else play. Um, so he's just a great embodiment, I think, of what an Indy City football player should be and can be. Um, he comes to some after parties and some events. Um and we appreciate about that about him. Came to an Indy 11 game a couple weeks ago. Came yeah, to our tail. Yeah. Came to the South Side ICF tailgate. Didn't know that. Would have counted the points. I told him to tell you. Too late now. Oh well. So that was the last game, right? Yeah, for League Two. Wow. So standings. We want to either do standings or uh, look into the this week. Let's do the standings first. Okay. Standings, because I think it helps contextualize some of the games. All right, so Base Hendricks is currently first at 24, followed closely by Meridian Kessler and Intermonon in the final um, promotion slots at 22-21. So your top three teams right now are 24, 22, and 21. Mm -hmm. um, just outside, but still capable of moving into that promotion zone is Irvington at 19 points. Now the ones that are solidly, solidly in League Two. I mean, these are teams. These are the these are the eight teams that cannot get promoted. Yes, you'll have uh, Southside Soccer Club with 17, Garfield with 16, Fountain Square with 14, Old Speedway City also with 14, Old North United. 11, 
Real West seven, Sporting White River five, and Near East United three. So let's let's talk a little bit about next week's schedule, and then we'll hand it over to our scenario expert Kyle and to talk about. There's one gigantic game. Yep. There's one gigantic game this week. So we made this announcement a couple weeks ago. Wow, that was a bad table placement. Um, Yeah. But uh, we made this announcement last week, but all the 630 games are going to be League 2, and all the 730 games will be League 1. So this will be cool. Uh, You can gather around the signs at the end to kind of see who gets promoted, Mm -hmm. uh, know what goes on in your game, who won the Compass Cup. Um, We have... Fountain Square versus Old Speedway City. These are teams that are, I believe, are tied on points. So this is going to be are. massive for uh, playoffs seating situation. They're both currently sitting at 14 points. Uh, we have Ooh. the big one, four versus two, Irvington FC versus MKU. Um, we'll talk a little bit about this, uh, what the scenarios can be here. But I think we're going to talk a lot about this one. Yeah, but these. I'm sorry, you said both, four versus two. Yeah, two teams that are still. Wow. Not solidified in. I can't wait to promotion. hear the speculations. Oh my god, I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I'm not good enough. Then we have another big game. This, this is for a. Uh, this is one team that could still get in, and this is one team that's trying to get the. This is one team that still could get promoted. And this is one team that's trying to get the fourth seed in the last buy from League Two. We have Intermonon versus Garfield AC. Mm-hmm. Then we have a Compass Cup final game: Real West Southside Soccer Club. Then we have um, Sporting White River versus Bates Hendricks FC. Um, we had, we'll talk to Jay a little bit later, um, someone who has like a, a ties to both of these teams. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he's excited about this game. And then we have the last Compass Cup game, Old North United versus Near East United. Um, and then just to say a little, Compass Cup, we still have, there are three, still three teams who could win the Compass Cup. Southside Soccer Club is currently in first with six points. Real West in second. Or no, sorry, Real West in third with three points. And then Near East United in uh, second with three points. They are separated by ICF points. So So this is the last regular game of the season. Did we also play Real West for the Compass Cup in like the last game of the regular season last year? Yep. That's correct. Why are we doing this to ourselves, folks? Who wrote this schedule? This All actually right. was not scheduled to be It wasn't. Here. It was scheduled to be What a tense way. Band week. It was supposed to be band, band week. Band week. And then we had to move it because of oh, the bands. To the mean. last to the end of the season. It's kind of nice though, because it's giving us um wow. That four two matchup that we're gonna talk about in just a bit. Yeah, that's very exciting. Um Yeah, so those are the those are the league time? two games, so let's give it to Kyle to talk kind of about the scenario. Kyle, our very own Steve Karnacki here. You guys can't see him because it's a podcast, but he is in front of a green screen pointing out the different territories and scenarios. It's beautiful. Kyle, welcome. Huge green screen. Um, I brought notes because my memory is terrible. He is wearing khakis, Cole would like I do to have point out. On. Uh, no white shirt and red tie. Um, but yeah, no, the MKU and uh, Irvington game is going to be absolutely massive. So if MKU wins or ties, they're up. They're fine. Oh, I had to put the microphone closer to my face. 
Um, when they're up, they might even pass Bates Hendricks if they donate enough blood. Fascinating. How many pints of blood will they need? I, I don't know the calculation, but a lot. They a did do. A, they did a large trash pickup. They this did week a large too. trash pickup. MKU. Good for you. Um, <laughs> uh, if Irvington wins, it gets a lot more interesting. Uh, they are going to be in the top three. Um, they will beat MKU on a tiebreaker. Fantastic for them. And then Carrie, your very own Garfield, you will not go up, but you could ruin. Monon's day very easily knock them completely out of going up if you beat them and if Irvington wins. Here's the thing. While I personally Ooh. would love that, because I, here's the thing. Here, oh, there's so many things. I'm so conflicted about this because one, as we know, I just for unknown reasons don't care for Inter Monon. Was it the tweet? No, I just don't know why. I just don't like them. Um, there, I said it again, Detmer. I'm so sorry. So while I would like to to, to do some spoiling for that. Um, I also don't really ever want to play Irvington again after the, like, rude game we had against them. That? The emotions were too high. It got too choppy. That was really the only game this season that we've had problems with. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, you know, two teams I could take or leave. So maybe I'm hoping for a big MKU loss. Okay. okay. I'm not. I'm not. But I like them. I don't know, guys. I just... Uh, We'll just see you're what not, happens. You're we'll not going to get. You're not going to be able to get rid of both of them. Not yeah. with that attitude. No? Well, well, let's just say, let's just say for a second that you do win. Yes. And and Southside wins the Compass Cup, as I think we're all hoping to do. Um, before soccer points, Monon, Southside, and Garfield would be at 21, 20, and 19 points. Okay. So all to play for with ICF points, and it's looking like that would be four Southside and five Garfield, which could set up a rematch in the playoffs very early on. We did do some Mondo uh, transportation and volunteering this past mm. weekend, so we'll see. Could get interesting. Speaking of the Compass Cup, since that is League Two, we're just going to mm-hmm. cover that real yeah. quick. Uh, Southside win, Cup champions, champions. Southside tie, Cup champions. Southside Near East loss, Real West champions. If Southside loses and Near East wins, it's like a weird... ICF point, like whatever happens there. Some tiebreakers. Yeah. And I think we win. Um, I'm getting confirmation via a point that we win. <laughs> That's all I've got for but, League Two. But which the is, fact that Real West could still, but they have to have play upset on two mm-hmm. other teams. Yeah. I love it. This is the greatest time of the year for any City football. If Real West I mean, scores with two minutes again, left again, I may retire. For sure. Right there. Why not? You could retire or you could switch to Garfield. <laughs> Come up to League One. I'm getting a lot of offers right now. Um, uh, so it sounds like every game is at 630. Yes. Um, do we know what fields... Everyone's on. This may not be a question here for the podcast. I know the Real West Southside game is on field four, and that okay. is the one that I know. That's the one you know. I think there are a few camps of people here, and some of them really care about the fields. Um, and then there are some of us who just show up and try to find where other people wearing our colors are standing. Mm-hmm. Personally, I like it when the sun goes over the stands, yeah. and then I don't have to stare into it anymore. Unless you're on field three. That is true. Which we have been for almost every game. Yeah, I've heard I've been, but no, yeah. I heard that I put Garfield in the shade like every single week. 
That's not true. Who made the schedule? Yeah. We're literally staring into the hot, hot side. Uh, I don't know. They were... Comp- mm. Anyway. <laughs> Cole's like, know. rub some dirt in it and get over it. Anyway, it sounds like if you can get there early, if you're in League One, mm-hmm. you want to get there early and watch this game between Irvington, Meridian Kessler United, I'm going to be there watching that game mm-hmm. early. Just because... I might leave my game to go watch. They can coach themselves. <laughs> I, I don't know. You, th- you throw a lot of insults to the opposing teams, and I think That's they need true. that. I'd be concerned for the teams playing next to this game, getting distracted oh, and yeah. watching. Oh, shit. Mm. A lot of watching. A lot of watching. So, yeah, so, so 6.30 is all League 1 or League 2. All mm-hmm. League 2. Yeah. You have, Amazing. You have two Compass Cup games and this monster 2 versus 4. Mm-hmm. And people will be keeping their eyes on uh, what happens in Garfield and Intermonon. Yeah. Yeah, all some m- people will be. Four of the six games are massively important. It'll be, a, it'll be fun. I, I hope. Wait. I hope League One has just as much drama. Okay, so let's go over League One scores, which Jason's going to hand me right now. Yep. There you go, oh League One. God, everything is so hard to read when you give it to me. Turn the phone sideways. All right, so we had a huge upset. I'm just kidding. It's what everyone expected. Um, Broad Ripple City still coming up short to Hawville, 10 to 1, 10 to nothing. So sorry. Um, I did watch part of that game. Uh, it was a good game. Broad Ripple still staying spiritually strong and emotionally strong despite their rough losses. Mm-hmm. They were great the whole time. So this was my first time <gasps> refing Indy oh, City yeah. football. Shelby um, Street, renowned referee. I uh, it gave them. Not really an ultimatum, but I just kind of told the captains at the beginning that if they're mean to me or mean to each other, I will get them banned from the league. Also, I will cry. Uh, and that worked great. Um, no so, one was yeah, mean to you. Everyone, no one was mean to me. Um, there was like a little bit of chirping at me, but it was like very friendly, mostly from Patrick, which is fine. So you had a good, you, did you, would you referee again? That's what we were I would ref another game of like a similar caliber, like where I knew that both teams are going to relax and like really just embody the ICF spirit. I immediately like, so after this game, I walked over to watch Southside playing Intermonon. And I was like, I couldn't handle this. That is way too competitive. Like there were actually fouls. Like I didn't, I didn't notice any fouls or you violence. Did, you did notice though that we were playing down a player. Oh yeah. And it clearly hindered your team. Who oh, was already. You mean when Jason left to go get the Real West kits that he probably forgot did at you the leave office? in the first half? I left in the second half. <laughs> oh no! During the first half, uh, I can't believe I'm putting this on record. Uh, during the first half, like the last few minutes of the half, Hallville was down a player. Mm. They just didn't pay attention during their subs and were down. But they were already up, I think, like six zero. So probably. it clearly didn't affect them too much. So instead of scoring um, twelve, you just scored ten. Yeah. I was gonna let. Broad Ripple have the moment. That also feels like a, a moment as a rep. Like, you're not breaking the rules. I'm not no. going to point that out to you. No. Yeah, You did the right thing. I'm mostly just counting to make sure there's not too many people. For sure. Which has happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Speaking of 10 goal leads, we had Sporting Heron Morton running up their goal differential against Midtown 14-4. to You guys, that sound you're hearing in the background is a margarita machine that is so far away from us and not loud in person and I don't know how that keeps coming up on the sound. No clue. So we apologize for that. Um, sporting here in Morton continues to do their sporting here in Morton things. Um, a tough loss for Midtown, but honestly, I'm going to say it could have been worse. It's a tough end of the year for Midtown. It is. They already knew at this point, correct, that they were, mm-hmm. nope, 
they knew that this game would put mm-hmm. them. Spoiler alert. Um, we also had um, our new buds, um, Fabio and Alejandro from last week's podcast. Uh, Mableton Fall Creek over Real Fletcher plays six to nothing. It's a, it's a big win for mm-hmm. Mapleton as they're trying to stay up in that top four zone. Well, we don't believe that Cody played for Fletcher Plays because no, he, he was I think he refereeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you will miss your goalie sometimes when that happens. Um, in the later games, we had AC Miles Square over Pogue's run 9-2. to two. I heard that one team was being unnecessarily aggressive and kind of buttholes. And also the uh, ref had some major time issues. The ref had some time issues. The ref missed a handball. Now, who the was the referee in that the game? The ref couldn't see the handball, for one. <laughs> and if I, if, if, this is more of a rules question, but if a goal is scored and they say, oh, yeah, it was incidental, hit my hand, can the referee take that goal off the board? I say yes, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I didn't. Don't know about it. So I couldn't see it. I'm sorry, Pogies. I'm also sorry that I like got you eight mi- or four minutes less time Oof. than you should have been mm. playing. But uh, it was 9-2. And, um, you know, we all make mistakes, Jason, and we just move yeah. on from it. It's okay. You did great. Um Honestly, I'm surprised this game was as close as it was. We had Riverside City 4 over Massachusetts, comma, the Commonwealth of United, 4-1. to one. Mm. Um, Comau. 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 Um, they're a good team. And uh, I think, I, I don't want to say Riverside is like shell shocks from playing Hallville, but it, You uh, could say that. You could say that, I think. Mm. And wrapping up the League One scores, we had Martindale AFC five over Upper Downtown FC, nothing nil as they say. Mm. So with those scores, we do have a little more intel on Pro Rel. I'm I'm not gonna lie, League One a lot more done and dusted than League Two. Not quite as exciting. There is still the relegation battle. Um, you still got Upper Downtown, Atletico Pogues run. They're separated by a point at the moment. Pogues stays up with a win. If uh, Upper Downtown draw and Pogues draw, Pogues is safe. If Upper Downtown win and Pogues loss, obviously Upper Downtown's up. Upper Downtown draw and a Pogues loss, Pogues up on a tiebreaker that happened a few weeks ago because Pogues so. beat Upper Downtown. Um, now... This would be a lot more exciting if Upper Downtown didn't play Riverside and Pogues didn't play Sporting Heron Morton, um, <laughs> which is just a rough way to end your season. Oh for sure. man, Pogies! Yeah. Both teams. No, I and I and I feel like because Broad Ripple, who they're playing mm-hmm. a tough team. Yeah, we're we're playing Midtown. Yeah, it's uh. Not easy. Mm-hmm. And, and Broad Ripple actually uh, comes into the top four scenario, not because they're going to be in it, but because of who they're playing. Um, mm-hmm. Which, Havill, Riverside, Sporting Heron Morton, congratulations. Just enjoy your first round by any amount of ICF points is probably not going to take you out of the top four um, to some people's disdain or dismay. Um, looking at you, Sporting Heron Morton, sorry. <laughs> um, Martindale right now, uh, and Mapleton. It can get a little interesting. Martindale does play Broad Ripple. Uh, Mapleton has a bit of a tougher challenge with Mass Ave, who are right mm-hmm. below them. 
Um, so obviously, based on who wins that game, we'll see who finishes maybe fifth, can jump up into fourth if Broad Ripple has, you know, the game we've all been waiting for them to have. Um, but that's basically the battle for fourth, the battle for that last buy, the battle for, oh no, the battle for not having to play the first week at all, mm -hmm. which would be absolutely wonderful for a week off. Um, also depends on how much, uh, in the end with uh, ICF points, Mapleton donates blood. For they sure. could definitely jump up. All I have written here is Mapleton blood, so that's what I'm thinking I <laughs> meant by that. Um, and that's League One. Yeah, I know Mapleton came to our uh, ICF meetup at Indiana City Brewing this last weekend. They made quite the hefty donation. Mm -hmm. um, they hung out for a while, and I know uh, someone came up to our table. I'm so sorry I missed your name, his name. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, but we definitely chatted a little bit about you know getting into that fourth spot if they are able to pull out a win this week and mm -hmm. tally up those points. They definitely have some people going Friday to donate blood. And to go down the standings for League One, Hallville is at top with 28, Riverside City at 25, Sporting Heron Morton 24, Martindale 22, Mapleton 19, Mass Ave 18, AC Mile Square 12, Real Fletcher Place 12, Pogues Run 7, Upper Downtown 6, Midtown 3, mm -hmm. and Broad Ripple 1. Wild. So for the only way for Mapleton to actually get into that fourth spot, they have to take care of business mm -hmm. on the field and beat Comal. TCBV Comal. <laughs> so with that week of games too, though Midtown does definitively drop down mm -hmm. um, in relegation. Yes, Midtown and Broad Ripple. And Broad Ripple. Mm -hmm. yep. They will be in League Two next year. I can't wait. I've never played they'll Midtown. Be, I don't know anything about them. They'll they'll be in the playoffs for League Two this year. Yeah. Southside has played them twice, possibly a third time in the playoffs. I think it's something we'd actually look That's forward true. to. Yeah, you I didn't guys like think about how them. we could replay them in the mm -hmm. playoffs. Wow, what's up, Midtown? Do we have any other uh, any other weird speculate? I really loved this, Kyle, because I don't even know how to do no. what you just did, but I loved hearing you talk about it. No, nothing, nothing really to report there. Um, pretty much cut and dry. Some teams could. Oh, Cole's got I was just going to say, like, ICF points are going to be really big. Mm -hmm. We're going to know, like, from a soccer perspective, who's promoted and relegated. But mm -hmm. the teams, we're not going to know until next Monday who, like, what the final seedings are for mm -hmm. the playoffs. So mm -hmm. we're not going to know who gets a bye. We're not going to know when you're going to play. Mm -hmm. um, Can you remind our listeners what is the last day you're allowed to turn in ICF points? I got this. Well, the last day to earn points is Sunday the 28th. Okay. Sunday, mm -hmm. August 28th. The final event is a bonus after party. Uh, I'm assuming at 8th day. It just says bonus after party, 8th day. Nice. And I'm I assuming like that's day. not actually counting days. Like that has to be the distillery eighth thing. Day distillery. Uh, that is 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. for beers for goals for kids. And there's trivia at 4. Mm. So that is going to be the last chance to earn social and transit. I'm assuming we're giving people through that Monday to submit points. Be, I think it's Sunday night. Probably cut it off at midnight, the mm -hmm. last submission. But you can get Sunday. You can go to the eighth day. Saturday, there's an 11 game. Friday, there's a blood drive. So typically, our season, our weeks end on Thursdays. We go Thursday to Thursday. This is the last week. So if you are a manager or you are doing things for your team that could earn you mm -hmm. points, that could help you in the playoffs, it is critical that you make sure your manager makes those submissions by Sunday. So for managers, um, mm -hmm. Cole, is it better in this particular scenario 
to submit your points on Thursday night, like normal, up to noon on Friday, and then do an additional one for the weekend activities? I think that'll be fine. Okay. From from talking with Jenny and how she does it, I think that'll be fine. Um, Thank but you. like right now, I think ICF points are actually not playing very much into League One. Mm -hmm. There's no team right now based on ICF that would jump a team in front of them on, mm -hmm. as in front of them on soccer. None. League mm -hmm. Two, there's a lot of it. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of teams right now that are trying to compete for this fourth seed, the last bye in the first round. I think it's Southside, Garfield, and then Irvington, MKU, Monon, or Monon that doesn't get promoted. Those five teams all have a chance to finish in that fourth spot and get that bye from that first round. Um, so that'll be big. I think it's really important. Just as a league, we finish strong and make mm -hmm. sure that the community knows about yeah. that we're out there doing our thing um, and just mm -hmm. kind of doing our part being a good citizenship twist to the twist. soccer twist. league. Now, um, I've never gotten to do it. Right. Well, you've always <laughs> done every single one me. of them. <laughs> so should we recap like all the opportunities to earn points over yes. the next couple weeks? You gotta do the after party. Well, yeah. So after our last regular season game, we have our official after party at Ralston's and Chatham Tap. So you can go to either location. Um, I know they're both pretty tight on seating, so mm -hmm. please don't let that discourage you from going. That's why we have both buildings um, there for us. So there is the Blood Drive Friday, which is the 26th. That is during the day. Um, I have been told that if you do donate blood outside of those hours, it does still count. So if you can't go during that time, but you can go like Thursday during your lunch or Thursday evening, please don't do that because uh, you're probably playing soccer. Mm -hmm. Like the day before that, maybe. Uh, yeah. You can still definitely get points for that. If you're in a non-competitive game <laughs> and like the consequence of your game does not affect anything. Or if you're like a non-playing team like, member, I think that's a great yeah, option. Maybe but, go do it. You yeah. know, show pay, maybe not. I think that would be discouraged. I'd like to stick around, but whatever he wants. Uh, no pressure, so yeah. bud. There's another big chance for us to start getting um, the youth teams for each neighborhood up and running here. Leadership development. Yeah, we gotta get the youth teams. So like youth development, the Southside youth team to that will grow into the next Southside team is coming up. You want to talk about that event? Uh, are you talking about this Big Brother Big Sister Week? Yeah, of course. Obviously, it's the next bullet point. Why wouldn't you be talking about it? Uh, so you can just sign up to be a big before the season end. Um, so just let your manager know that you have signed up. Um, I don't have any information about an actual event. They just, do you get them, you teach them how to play soccer. Cool. And so it's more like a personal initiative. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Uh, this Saturday, Indy 11, bringing it back home. Um, Kyle's shaking his head. I don't think he's oh. excited for that game. Oh, no, we're bad. <laughs> yeah. But you've got they social show pay to play. Uh, streets, as always, will be tailgating, I assume. Um, yeah, so Southside Soccer Club will be tailgating. Uh, that usually ends up being kind of the mm -hmm. unofficial slash official ICF tailgate. Um, so that definitely counts for points. Going to the game counts for points. Make sure to take pretty pictures. Um, Indy 11 is one of our generous sponsors. Mm -hmm. And if you're an 11 fan, it's the return of Jordan Farr. If you're <gasps> interested in that, he'll oh, be back I with San Antonio. Oh, my um, gosh. Life-changing. I don't know who that is. But I'm excited for Jordan Shelby. Farr. Oh, yeah. This just changed my life. So there's just always a special place in my heart for the goalies of Indy 11. Um, I don't know why. I 
it's just it is what it is. But Jordan Farr was our goalie for a while, mm-hmm. um, and then left. What felt like very suddenly to me, mm-hmm. but I don't think was actually that sudden. Like it seemed like kind of more of a deliberate. You weren't like a he went to with this other the like, team. Yeah, I think gossip. I just like don't follow up. Um, but like he does a lot, or I guess he doesn't anymore because he's not an indie. But he used to do a lot with uh, like kids and leading like goalie camps mm-hmm. uh, for like little youths around indie, so specifically in Carmel, I think. He so not in indie is what you're saying. No. <laughs> um, so to be clear, he's coming on the opposing team. Yes. He's not back with us. Oh, okay. Yes. okay. Oh. I didn't realize that. I thought Same. I, I realized oh, that. I thought he was like, I don't know. Maybe we temporarily signed him. He's just a he's a three sorry, game Shelby, sub. Start. Oh. oh man, what if other leagues had three game subs? I think right. Indy Eleven so. could use it. Think about it this way, folks. This podcast comes out Tuesday evening. You're not going to do anything else. You're going to eat dinner. You're going to go to bed. You're going to think about this podcast. Wednesday, you can sign up to be a big brother or a big sister. Thursday, you're going to play soccer, and then you're going to go to the official after party. Friday, you're going to donate blood. Saturday, you're going to go to this Indy 11 game. Sunday, you're going to go to that bonus after party at eighth day, and then you're going to submit all your points, and then you're going to get ready for the playoffs. Holy Which cow. Playoffs Look are at all those points, my guys. Speaking of the playoffs, playoffs yeah. are September, start September 1st. We are going to be adding a third hour under the lights, which for those who played at 7.30 last week, debatably needed lights. We will have lights after this week. Uh, we will be playing games at 6.30, 7.30, and 8.30 for the first, on the first and eighth. Um, we will do the first hour, 6.30 on the first, will be League 2, Round 1. Then at 7.30, League 1, Round 1. Then at 8.30, League 2, quarterfinal that's the end of the week then action packed we have action the second packed. week september 8th we have 6 30 we have um we have the league one quarterfinal then the at 7 30 we have the league two semifinal and then the league one semifinal at 8 30 and then that leaves two games left the last week of the season we are going to have our end of season party celebration at Kuntz on September 15th. We will be playing the League Two championship game at 7.30 and at 8.30 we will be playing the League One championship game. Center field uh, on the right field with the big stadiums, mm-hmm. with, the, with, the, with the stadium, the stands. Um, and we will be inviting our friends from the BYB there. There may or may not be Tifu. There may or may not be food and drinks. Um, but we are very excited about this and, um, will be a great addition. I think a great way to end the season. Uh, no team will play a back-to-back game. So you might play two games in one night, but not, not one hour after the other. So you'll at least get one hour to rest between games. Um, and then the only people who wouldn't play a week would be the top four teams in league one. They would get a week off. Everyone else would at least have a one game the first week. So. Very exciting. Um, and then one more thing. Every, th- every three-game sub has been emailed, but three-game subs are subs, and they are not eligible. Subs are not eligible for playoffs. They've been emailed with instructions on how to they can up their membership to a full-game player to be eligible for the playoffs. We've told managers for a couple of weeks no, I mean, this has sorry. been known since the beginning of the season. Over a month. It's always been the it's rules been that yeah. it's always been known that subs cannot play in the playoffs. But this is one of the, I think this is the first year that we've given an opportunity 
um, and like a way to up that so that they could mm-hmm. play in the playoffs. Um, and we will be roster checking. There's only four games an hour at most. We will have someone at each field before the game starts checking rosters. Three game subs, non-playing team members, anyone not rostered will not be eligible to play. If they do play, uh, likely would be a disqualification um, in that game. So. You might not get banned, but there will be consequences that affect your playoff experience. For sure. So, like, just don't try it. Maybe let's not test the rules on this one. It's going to be a great final farewell to playoff games. I'm excited. I think it's going to, you know, fingers crossed, cool off a little bit. We're not going to be in this blaring sun. Also, to not play back-to-back, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. We love that. That's great for everyone. And uh, also I have a note here. Um, what is the name of Samson's walk and talks? It's called um, Through Two Eyes. And he's doing those this weekend as well. So oh, if you're man. interested. Are those points? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. So uh, look up uh, Through Two Eyes. I know he's pretty active on Instagram, so I'm assuming there's more information there. Yep. He plays on uh, Sporting White River, and he does some walks and talks through the city. So you want to learn more about your neighborhood or about Indianapolis neighborhoods? And if you just don't have enough to do this weekend, if you're like, man, there's just not enough opportunities for points, he's got your back. So once again, we'll have updated pro-rel at the end of this week's games. We will not have seating because there are still so many opportunities for points, but we will be able to tell you um, at the end of each hour, you know, who's going up, who's going down. So stay tuned if you're really interested. It's going to be fascinating. Okay. So, moving on now. There's more to talk about? Usually a little bit more about Indy 11, but we've kind of already talked yeah. about that. They were uh, Indy 11 yeah. lost last week, and they play this weekend. Who, who's Jordan Farr play for now? San Antonio. Jordan. Gotcha. Jordan. And they're good? Jordan fucking Farr. Oh, right. Um, Jordan. Oh, wait. We play San Antonio and man, Louisville back to back. Nice. Nice. I'm here with a Jay Van Desai. Uh, you're here with Jay. Jay Van Desai is somebody else. <laughs> I'm a person. I'm a person. That guy is a player. A, a character. Friend, a friends of Sat Mumph, who still exists, by the way. Sat Mumph is around, I know. No followers, though. Nobody really cares about him. <laughs> Two years might be dead. out, and you're still <laughs> talking shit. Uh, we're here with Jay Desai, uh, a different human than the aforementioned player. Uh, Jay, for those of you who are new, has actually been a long time Indy City footballer. He barely squeaked in week nine this year for, I think he's played one game so far. Jesus, I, <laughs> I kind of manhandled him into showing up so he wouldn't lose his, his streak. But uh, Jay has played for, we counted ahead of time, how many teams? Uh, officially through registration, eight. Uh, six, six. Six, six teams, yeah. but unofficially do you know uh not all of them and that's my goal yeah (laughs) i i keep trying to get in on heron morton i want to just play for a few minutes for heron morton this would would be the year honestly like they're they've been struggling with some uh some roster issues ideally i would like to register for them Um, okay i'm happy to pay the money not show up and just go for the trophy (laughs) show up for the trophy and look guys it's been many years i'm tired of not being a winner yes so i want to be a winner well, in what has become a, an annual theme, uh, we'll be adjusting the rules to uh, hinder their potential championships mm-hmm. from here God. on out. So. That just makes them stronger. <laughs> no, <laughs> somehow <laughs> will, yeah. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Jay uh, decides, uh, again, been, uh, was it year one or year two? 
no, no, year one. Year, year one. one. I was there yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. And who'd you play for in year one? I, I played for Fountain Square. Yeah. I knew someone who knew right. uh, Jordan uh, through Big Car, and Jordan was looking for Fountain Square, someone to be the captain of Fountain Square, and I thought it was fun. And I made a lot of friends, actually, a lot of lifelong friends in Love the first it. couple of years. Me and, me and Jay played. First, That's where I uh, met uh, Jason. Yeah, before he discovered Rex Specs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his goggles before. and then became a psycho in the goal he, I saw him before that when he was more timid uh, oh, yeah. that was a tough yeah uh, so you've been uh, the captain of uh, Fountain Square was that two years before you transferred well yeah there was a schism um, I the first year was like uh, you know registrations are 25 bucks and our team was like 50 people and three showed up every week right um, and uh, the second year it's a core group that got along, signed up again, and kind of poached some players from other teams, and we got pretty good, but hardly anyone lived in the neighborhood. Right, right. We, so. would, uh, we would actually show up to, I forget the park name, but it was right around here. We showed up to a park Emily and Walls. practiced. Yeah, yeah we yeah. practiced, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Before the season started, because we were pumped. We wanted to do better and everything, but um, what happened was we had did really good that season. We, we actually did. were in the semifinals and lost to Heron Morton, winners. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so. the the year that Heron Morton started the cherry picking rule. So if you'd like to, <laughs> whatever man, take that on all the way to year two. That's that's where it is. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I know, I know exactly. Yeah, so and then um, some of our team wanted to create, a, wanted to play on a different team, and so we had a little split, and and I ended up playing for Bates Hendricks. Bates Hendricks uh, year two was also their first year. That was their first year. Yeah. And uh, how long did you play for Bates? Half of a season, probably. Just half of a yeah, season like, before yeah. they kicked you out. Yeah, I had to register. Yeah, I had to register. Remember, I think I convinced you to let me register for two teams because somebody mm. needed a captain. Yes, I don't know what it was. And then so, uh, yeah, Bates is a very popular neighborhood, so it's hard to get on. Like this year, I just didn't, I snoozed and. Yeah, right. You know, so is, right. Uh, is this when your infamous win streak started? Oh, man. Okay, yeah. So uh, I might have the record for the longest win streak as a luck, just the lucky because um, Jordan needed a captain for the Mapleton team, That's which right. was stacked with, uh, not on purpose, but with very, very the good The accidental super team. Super duper. Oh, my God. The best ICF play I've ever seen was that French guy. Mm, yep. Holy crap. Yep. And we go. were like 14-0. Mm-hmm. And then the following season, got lucky again. And so I got like a 28-match uh, non-defeated <laughs> yeah. streak. Undefeated streak in ICF. Yeah, so that was cool. I didn't contribute shit to any of that. So so I'm here in Fountain Square. I'm here in Bates Hendricks. I'm here in Mapleton. We've got three more to go. Uh, Woodruff was, uh, that's, that's right. another one. Another another team that you went uh, undefeated even on. exist anymore? Woodruff's gone, right? Woodruff became Atletico Pogue's run. But yeah. the core of the team actually were from uh, Riverside. Yeah, yeah, that core did. is basically Riverside City. Yeah, yeah. I played is, with that core. Right. Yeah. And then uh, that's it, right? Oh, uh, Sporting White River, which my yeah. company, the company that I worked for, sponsored last year. Uh, and then this year, I'm on Sporting White River again, although I should be on Old Southside. I have to show you the Riverside jerseys just came in today. Oh, okay, they I'm are dope. Let me tell you. Uh, they're jerseys. They have numbers on them. <laughs> yeah. They look very nice. Oh, it's nice. It's very cool. So. That looks very like, I don't know, like some sort of Eastern European team in the 90s. Yeah, I'm sure it's based on something. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. <laughs> With, I only heard five. I don't Bates, know what the Crown six Square. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, White River. White River. 
Well, now I'm, okay. now I'm yeah. trying to... Found Square. Found Square, yeah. Bates, Mapleton. White Mapleton. River, Mapleton. Mapleton. Uh, Woodruff. Yeah, that's five. Uh, shit. Were you on Real West? No. Man. No. I, no. Know you, I know at one point you had how many... They're the guys who turned on me and left Fountain Square. <laughs> that's right. Everybody knows <laughs> uh, Jerseys that you would... Where the different games? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a winner. On how the games go, you would take off one jersey and have the other one on. That's right. I believe in in victory and winning. Uh, so I carry the jersey of every team that's playing. Yep. And as a team is winning, I switch. <laughs> Winners only. Yeah. Uh, now so, for those, go ahead. Well, we were we were talking uh, before we got on too about how the teams were when you played on them and how they're faring currently in that's the right. league. So Fountain Square, I'll, I'll tell you, is uh, their League Two team. They were in the running for League One. They're not, I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, Kyle will be on uh, afterwards to kind of talk about how close they are. But they are a team that is almost 100% neighbors and at us uh, and just sort of formed this year in that vein. They are going to be good. I, I expect them to be in the the promotion conversation tomorrow. That's cool. Or next year. Your once here, it's good. Like I mean, you do need to have people who play soccer uh, and care about playing. Uh, but yeah, that's good. Uh, Fountain Square was when I, the, when we started the team, first year. It's kind of like all over the place. Second year, we had some core residents, and then uh, after we, some people went to Real West. Uh, Matt Lancaster took over. He was a uh, yep. lived there for many years. He was the captain. Still of the team. there. Oh, yep. he's still, still he's not still the captain plays. anymore. He's, yeah, he's not the captain, out. but yeah. Yeah. But he's a uh, yeah. He actually has uh, Matt. I hope you, I hope Matt hears this. He's actually slowed down a bit, which is amazing. <laughs> he's over thirty now, I think. So. That's amazing. So we're coming up on that uh, reunion. We're all gonna get together and do what? I don't know. Um, we should just kick Jeff in the. Knee. I mean, next year's season ten, <laughs> so it's it's gonna be a big year for parties for sure. That's true. Um, it might uh, interest you to know that. Uh, um, for those listeners, uh, that Jay has ha- actually had his fingers on uh, many of the the changes or strategies uh, that the league has made. One of those being that he was the person to notice that when you had a manager that was from the neighborhood, you were far more likely uh, to develop, you know, recruiting and and right, folks right. from that those neighborhoods. And he used to joke that he was uh, uh, he treated captainships. Like he was in the CIA. Yeah, you find a local warlord, give them a suitcase suitcase full of cash. Uh, It's ICF, so we can't give them weapons and RPGs and stuff. That would help, honestly. I could get I could get some teams full if you give me some RPGs. I'm sure you could. Uh, But yeah, that and it worked. I mean, if you think about it, people who live there and actually, it's kind of like someone usually someone who owns a home in the neighborhood. Because then they're like plugged into the neighborhood association. They right. talk about it a lot, and then it kind of spreads. And after a while, you don't have to worry about them mm-hmm. uh, because they're all just kind of doing it. And uh, and so not only did he recognize that, but he actually like was a sacrificial whatever animal. You, you have to talk to twenty people, right? Keep them, yeah. So for Mapleton, for instance, we had this accidental super team, which I think had just two neighbors on it. Yeah, it's, it is now one hundred percent neighbors and yeah. has been for several years, and that's because yeah. you spent that time. Uh, you know, They'll identify that record again, though. It was not neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're what third, fourth. They're up there. Oh, yeah. they're, they're a good like team. Fifth, fourth or fifth. Yeah, Mapleton. They're a very, they're a very good team. Uh, Jay, what, what was uh, uh, looking back on your almost nine-year Indy City football career? What are some moments that stand out to you as either like happy community moments or big dr- soccer drama moments? 
uh, or I don't know. Tell tell us a little bit about what you look back on uh, when you look at your Indy City football career. The at the twilight of my career, I look back, uh, <laughs> discovering that certain teams uh, Gatorade coolers. Uh, <laughs> I'm so in, innocent. I just not innocent, but I just think better of people. It's like, oh yeah, no, no. That's why they were playing weird because that was special <laughs> juice. Um, I also I don't know. It just. Uh, there have been some couple of gnarly injuries that have been kind of wild. Yeah, um, for sure. Not 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 because anybody was being uh, crappy, but and there was some, you know, some some drama and some. But uh, I really I really remember that there was a final of Upper Downtown against Heron Morton. Upper Downtown yep. had played three in a row. That's right. This guy's really tried hard, but Heron Morton just absolutely <laughs> annihilated them. Yep. Uh, it was like five two. It was. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, but it was a fun game to watch. And then it started pouring rain, and um, Heron Morton. This is the this is when I you know I should have, but uh, this is when, looking back, I think put final the seed for when I became a Heron Morton Ultra fan, <laughs> and I will be announcing <laughs> the only one on this on show, <laughs> the fan club, yeah, the Ultra fan club, uh, because it was raining and no one was rooting for them, and it was pouring, and they won, and they were quite happy about it, and I was like, hey, look at that. <laughs> You know, we're getting up almost 10 years in, um, since they've been playing. Their kids are going to start playing here in a few years. And they're That's going where we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have new rules for them. So, Well, I, I will say that uh, it's been a pleasure to, to get to know you uh, over these last uh, nine, almost, almost 10 years. Uh, Likewise. There are uh, the, the game, the city football game has changed quite a bit since you've been here. There are now two leagues. Bates Hendricks actually just this last week earned – uh, spoiler alert! Uh, earned their way into League One, uh, so they're a proper football club right now. I might start watching. Yeah, get, get back on train on yeah. the train, baby. Uh, and uh, actually, George Turchetti is on that team, but f- but uh, f- uh, sponsors Fountain Square through one of the best after parties we've had in a long time. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, uh, actually, so uh, Dad Joseph Williams, he's the guy who's the goalie for uh, Heron Morton. He's, he played in, for he played in college. He's an ex- he's one of the just an incredible goalie. He lives in Bates Hendricks. I've seen He's him. Never played. For I've them. seen him once this year. <laughs> yeah, he shows up for an occasional game and then playoffs. Uh, that, that's all he does. It's boring for him. But um, I've told him that uh, for next year, what can I do to get you to Bates? Anything. I will do whatever it takes. So I'm ready to, to, to you know. I don't know. I might Pull, have to pulling the strings on the. Uh... Well, I also want to play for Bates. I don't live there anymore. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, when I was a league officer, uh, I, I know that I was personally very opposed to the relegation, the two things, the, the relegation thing. But I, in retrospect, it, it turns out, talking to people, it, it worked out pretty well because there isn't this occasion, just constant domination of, of uh, sure, sure. Know, teams. You know, we all make bad decisions uh, when, when the entire league uh, voted for the jerseys instead of the cotton shirts. I was like, oh, this is terrible. I'll never wear this anywhere else. Uh, but yeah. that was for- the right choice to make. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in, in, uh, the other thing is the Indy Cup, the Indy City Football yes. Cup. Yes, yes. Is, a, I think, a fantastic idea. So, like, it's, it allows the relegation of the two, the two, whatever, conferences, and at the same time, a kind of an open Cinderella story type situation. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what I'm hearing is you're saying vote yes for the Indy Cup. 
Oh, it's uh, it's being. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But like any good democracy, we're we're trying to assure the outcome we d- we want. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've uh, ushered the outcome. Yeah. Right. I'm right. here for the super PAC. Yeah. yeah. For, there yeah. you go. <laughs> the vote yes, super PAC. Uh, well, Jay, we appreciate uh, your time. For those of you uh, who uh, this is your first time hearing uh, Jay's name, and you want to hear a little bit about the uh, legacy of and the the uh, legend of the Desai. Uh, there are uh, Jay. You were a, a, actually a host of Indy City Football Live for the first two years. Yeah, so and go- then the second year I edited it, which is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Jason knows yeah, your pain. He's edited it now. Uh, so if you want to go back and uh, and and hear some uh, hilarity, including uh, Jay going the ghost of Smoke Mountain <laughs> yeah, uh, as cool. a as a joke uh, back in the Sat Month days. It's a uh, it's a good time. Yeah, so. they're back on. They're on. They're on iTunes and whatever, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. all the way back. All back Somehow. There. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for having me. Really appreciate. We it. appreciate you coming out, Jay, and we'll see you uh, hopefully this week. Well, it's good to have you back. All right. All right. The episode started really dramatically with Cabby going on a date with Nate, who everyone thought she liked the most, but then she was like, I had a bad mom, and I don't think I could be a good mom, and you have a daughter, and I'm sorry I have to let you go, even though I like you a lot. And then it was heartbreaking, but then Rachel went on a date that was just guys holding a bunch of cheese in increasingly larger quantities for more weight, and Tino, even though he was tiny, won, and then he was pissed when he didn't get the first date rose because she gave it to someone else, and he threw a fit. But then she gave him a rose anyway, and he's going to the hometowns. By the way, they're all going to the hometowns, and Logan has COVID, so he was eliminated completely. I'm fully satisfied never watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and just getting these recaps. Cheese drama is all I need. It was life. really cool. They were like huge wheels of cheese with yolks. The guys had yolks on them. Beautiful. And they just, these people kept, these villagers kept loading them up with cheese wheels. Also, I'm sorry, is this woman's name Cabby? It's Gabby, but the first season when she was a contestant, I swore she said Cabby the first time. And I've just never let it go. So that is her name to Cabby. Okay. I still think she just changed it after that first time, so... All right, are we all satisfied with this episode of Indy City Football We're Live? satisfied like the Satisfier hot dog at Indy 11 games. Amen. Very excited. Last week of the regular season, everybody. Let's do it. <laughs> Very excited. Um, all right, well, we will see you all out there on the pitch Thursday night, League 2, 6.30 games, League 1, 7.30 games. After each hour, you will see who gets promoted, who gets relegated, and uh, stay tuned for seating. So, all right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye, Bye, everybody. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you, so let's make the most of this beautiful